I recorded today's episode and then realized right after that this is the 10th episode. And if you've listened to episode eight, then you know the importance of celebrating each and every milestone. And by the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, I really recommend that you do so. And of course, we have to celebrate 10 episodes. I am so, so grateful for all of you in this incredible community we are building together. And so many of you have told me how helpful these episodes are for you. And I want to thank you by doing a little giveaway. So if you didn't know this, reviews are really helpful because they help podcasts like mine get recommended to other listeners. And in order to grow this community, if you've been loving this show, please consider writing a five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast. And then as a thank you, screenshot it and send it to me at mail at psjaneja.com. That's J-U-N-E-J-A. I'll write my email in the show notes as well. And then you'll be entered to win a gift card. Thank you for celebrating with me and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Wandering CEO podcast where ambition meets adventure. I'm your host, Priyanka, and I am on a journey to build a business and see the world because I believe we all deserve to live a life that resonates down to our very core. This podcast is all about aligning our career with our lives so that we have more fulfillment, freedom, and flexibility to do what we want to do. Join me every week for some real talk where we chat travel and entrepreneurship to start living lives we are simply obsessed with. Ready? Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Wandering CEO podcast. As always, I am so thrilled that you're here with me today. And we're going to talk about building your confidence through travel today. So there are so many benefits of traveling, but one of the ones when I reflect on my many, many years of traveling and all the different places that I've been to in the world, the one thing that I keep coming back to is confidence. And I'm talking about confidence in my abilities, confidence in myself. And The reason I think this is an important conversation is because when you think about how travel builds your confidence in yourself, it's not going to be this massive shift after one of your trips. I mean, maybe you'll come back and you will have had such a transformational trip that you'll be able to see it, but it really is kind of adding drops in our confidence bucket every time we take a trip and we push ourselves out of our comfort zone or or we have these moments where we were in a stressful situation and we had to figure things out on our on our own and once we do we realize oh my god wow like not only did i figure this out in a foreign country but i did this on my own and i if i can do that like what else can i do and so when i look back at travel as a whole and all these different trips that i've taken i realize like how much that has made me more confident in so many different ways. So I'm going to give you a few stories and just kind of a few examples of this. So the first one I can think of is that I went to France. And this was back before, you know, you have like you have like your cell phones that you can use like Google Maps. Like we didn't have any service there. So like we had an actual just map. And I was the one who wanted this trip, by the way. Up until this point, like we'd mostly focused on going to India to see the family and all of that. And I was like, okay, parents, if we're going to India and we have to stop in Europe anyways, like why can't we actually just like extend that and like take and make this a whole trip? So we did. So we're in France and I was the one who you know, like took the paper map, unfolded it. And I was like, all right, this is where we're going. And my parents were like, all right, how are we getting there? And I was like, we're going to take 
we're going to take the metro. Like, we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. And so I proceeded to navigate us all around Paris through the metro by using the maps, by looking and figuring it out. And at that time, I didn't think that was that big of a deal. And you might not even think that's a big of a deal because maybe you're from, you know, New York or somewhere with public transportation, but I am from a small town in South Carolina. So think about that. I don't know shit about public transportation. And not only am I figuring it out in a foreign country, but I'm also like leading my entire family. And so when I came back from that trip, I had this newfound confidence in my ability to navigate public transportation that I didn't even realize that that, you know, was impactful until I went to DC to to stay with my extended family there and I really wanted to go to Georgetown. At the time I was really interested in law school. I was in college again in South Carolina, so no public transportation. And my aunt and uncle were like, okay, if you want to go to Georgetown, like, you know, the problem is we're working. So I don't really know how this is going to work. And I was like, that's fine. I'll take the subway. And they were like, what? You're going to do what? And I was like, I'll take the subway. Like I can figure it out. I already looked it up. Like this is the way I go, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay, like if you're sure. And so I didn't think anything of it. And then I went and I took the subway and I apparently called my parents and they were like, oh my God, she figured this out on her own. She spent the whole day by herself. She went to Georgetown. She did all this stuff. And when I reflect on that, and I feel proud, I feel proud of that moment and that experience because that is something that I didn't even realize was relatively a big deal, but it actually was. And that has given me so much confidence. Like at this point now, transit, any country that I'm traveling to, I was in Seoul and everything was in Korean, but I was like, no biggie. I have navigated transit systems around the freaking world. Like I can do this. And so that's one example. So the second story that I want to share with you is on one of my first solo trips. Actually, it was my first solo trip. I did a solo trip to Germany. And if you haven't done a solo trip yet, I highly encourage that you do, because when we're talking about building your confidence and this belief in yourself. Like nothing really does that more than a solo trip. And it might seem daunting and scary, but trust me, you're going to be proud as hell of yourself afterwards. So I went to Germany and this was my first time on a solo trip. Also my first time running a car abroad, but I wanted to do it all. I had this whole plan of driving through and going to these, all these like little small towns. And I was like, I got this. Like I love to drive. So I get my car and the first thing is I have to drive on the Autobahn. So so the Autobahn is really well done, right? Like it's built for speed. You know, if you just mind your own business and and go at the speed that you want, like people, people will go around you, people will figure it out. I got on the Autobahn and I was like, holy hell, I'm gonna die here. Everybody's going so fast. I was so aware of the fact that like I was going so much slower than everybody, and I was like physically like shaking. <laughs> and then I get to my first small town and I cannot figure out the parking because everything is in German. And so I'm like, oh my God, if I leave my car here, is it is it gonna get towed? Am I gonna get ticketed? Like, what am I gonna do? And I like started freaking out and then I I figured it out. Like I, I went and I found some people that I could talk to who spoke English. I mean, you know, we worked it out. But between driving down the Autobahn and fearing for my life, having this parking situation, I was like, holy fuck, why did I run a car? This was such a bad idea. Like I'm all by myself. I can't figure this out. And so that night, just when I thought things couldn't get worse, Google Maps, or not actually, it wasn't even Google Maps. It was the car navigation told me to, you know, turn right. So I turned right. And I don't, I still to this day, I'm not sure if it's just the most narrow road I've ever been down, or if I actually drove down some pedestrian walkway. I don't know what it was, but basically it was 
the exact width, maybe like an inch on either side of my car. So I'm freaking the fuck out because I've already had a day and now I am driving down this ramp type thing. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to scratch the car up? Like, am I, am I going to get stuck here? It's nighttime. I'm in the tiniest little town. I don't know how to call it. Like I am freaking out. Of course, I make it through. I didn't scratch the car, luckily. And that night, I treated myself to this dinner. And I, I did cry, by the way. <laughs> I absolutely cried during this experience. But that night, I treated myself to a nice dinner. And I thought about it. And I was like, okay, Priyanka, today, you rented a car for the first time. You drove on the Autobahn. You figured out the parking situation. And you didn't scratch the car when you made, you know, God knows what kind of turn. I was like, that is that's impressive. Like that is impressive. And from that moment forward, I felt so comfortable renting a car in any country that we went to. I felt so comfortable, you know, navigating my way back home in the States, but just like anywhere abroad. And it's like these little moments that keep adding drops in your confidence bucket because you're like, well, fuck, if I can drive down the Autobahn, like, well, I can do this and I can do that. And the last story that I want to share with you is when I was in the Philippines. So this one is more of a recent story. This was right before the pandemic started. And I was traveling for a month and the Philippines was also a solo trip. But the trip started in December and ended in January. So I'm straddling two different years. And I'm usually really, really good at making sure like, you know, passport's not expiring and debit card, all of that stuff. Everything's like, okay. But I didn't think about the fact that I was straddling two years. So very rookie mistake. My debit card actually expired at the end of December. So I'm in January, I'm in the Philippines, and it is an hour before I before my flight. Like I, I mean, I, I need to go to the airport right now. And I'm flying to another one of the islands that when I did my research said they do not accept card. Like they don't accept cards. They said, okay, ATMs are like there maybe are some, but they're not really reliable. And you know, if you need to have cash when you get to this island. So I was like, okay, no biggie. There's plenty of ATMs before I get to the airport. So I go to the ATM and I put my card in and it's expired. And I am very low on cash. Like I have enough to pay to get to the airport. And then that's about it. So I'm like, okay, don't panic. You, you know, your ATM card doesn't work. I was like, but I have cash. I have, you know, a couple hundred dollars. I'm staying in a hostel at this next island, like this should be okay. So I go to exchange cash and I hand them my $100 bills. And there's apparently a little mark on them with like a pen, like a very little tiny mark, but they won't take it. They will not take marked bills. So they hand me back the cash and they're like, sorry, we can't take this. And I'm like, fuck, (laughs) I'm in trouble. Like I don't have money and I have to go to the airport. So I go to the airport and I'm freaking out and I am texting my family who, by the way, are all asleep because it's in the middle of the night back home. So luckily, and I'm literally texting them like, I need to get money to the Philippines, which by the way, sounds sketchy as hell, right? (laughs) And so I am texting them this and luckily my older sister was on a night shift. And so together we figured out a way for her to actually wire me some money to this little bank in the island that I'm going to. And I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know what's going to happen. So I get to that island and I check into the hostel and I don't have the cash to pay them because I get there in the evening and the bank's not open. And so I have to give them my passport as insurance that I'm going to pay them. And they only take cash, by the way, this hostel. So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is is a bad situation. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I take a little tuk-tuk 
the next morning to the bank. And thankfully, my cash was there. It was waiting for me. The pickup was actually super straightforward. And by the way, the whole way that I figured out how to how to wire this money and do this process was like one obscure blog post that mentioned the service that I could use. And I just put all my trust and faith in that. And thank God my sister was able to do it, you know, really, really quickly. But that whole time I was I, obviously, I was panicked because I was like, the, the hostel has my passport. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get money here. I mean, in hindsight, there there were other ways. You know, I could have found an American and Venmo them. I mean, whatever. But my point is that I picked up that cash and I immediately felt like all of the stress leave my body. And I didn't realize it in that moment, like how important that experience was for me because it could have been a potentially bad situation, right? Like I, I honestly, I didn't have any more money. And not only did I find a solution, but I also navigated this whole issue by myself. I'm in a foreign country. I'm solo traveling. Like I figured out everything on my own. And that's just this great reminder that like things are going to be okay. And not only are things going to be okay, but you have what it takes to figure it out. You have what it takes to to find the solution to your problems. And like, maybe it's going to be stressful, but wow, if I can do it on an island in the Philippines, you know, thousands of miles away from my family, then what else can I do? Right? Like when I, when I'm here in my day-to-day life, like what else can I do? And this is what I mean about how travel really adds to your confidence, your confidence in yourself. Because now when I solve these situations, and by the way, these are three stories out of so, so many, but they're three important ones because those are the first ones that popped into my head. And I can clearly see how they have impacted my day-to-day life. And they're just such great reminders of how how important travel is, how important it is to push yourself outside of your comfort zone, and how important it is to remind yourself that when you are in situations like this and you solve them and you figure them out and everything is okay, that you're a freaking badass. That when you come home and you're like, I can do this, like you're gonna see that your confidence, not only in your travel abilities, but also in the rest of your life, is just gonna like tick up after every single trip that you take. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let me know and I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for joining me today. If this chat resonated with you at all, I'd really love it if you could share it on Instagram and tag me so I can thank you for keeping the conversation going. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you next time.